come to me, Jesus says. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. You will find rest for your souls. But the Christmas season can be so busy and stressful. This Advent, the Lord Jesus wants to teach us and empower us to enjoy God's love and be a blessing to others. So on Soul Talks for Advent, we'll be drawing on our book, Your Best Life in Jesus' Easy Yoke. We'll discuss examples of how Jesus helps us handle stress and his rhythms of grace. Hello, friends. We're so glad to be on this uh, Soul Talks podcast with you, and we are doing it Facebook Live on our Soul Shepherding Facebook page for the first time, Christy. We are. Some some firsts for us this week. Yesterday, we found out our first grandchild is going to be a girl. We are grandparents. Yeah. Unbelievable. It is. Please tell us that we don't look old enough to be grandparents. <laughs> well, it's okay even if we do. <laughs> I love when people say that. <laughs> well, it's exciting. Thanks for joining us with this first, though. We're welcome you into our home. Yes, and we are going to be talking about unhurried with Jesus, even at Christmas time. That's right. That's been something that the Lord has been teaching us, and I'm so grateful. It sure is a better way. To move slower yes. in the, the, uh, against the grain of the culture in the, the busy tide. So we, yeah, we're in the Advent season, and on our Soul Talks podcast, we've been doing a series of four uh, episodes here on how ways that Jesus comes to us. We typically focus on the, the birth of Christ at Christmas time, of course, uh, but uh, Christ comes to us uh, throughout the Gospels as an adult uh, teacher and as the Lord and Savior. And of course, he goes to the cross for us and, and uh, rises from the dead, and then he'll be coming back. And so uh, Advent has a few different meanings here, but we're especially looking at how Jesus comes to us with an easy yoke, with mm. a, an invitation, uh, drawing us closer to himself, and he comes relaxed, he comes uh, helping us to set boundaries, and he comes teaching us how to be unhurried, which is what we're going to be talking about today, and then he comes bringing us the gift of Abba's love, which will be next week's podcast. Yeah, we're so grateful that you're joining us for these Advent podcasts, and we it's been good for us to take the time and to not be hurried ourselves to practice what we're preaching and to invite you to join us in that. Yeah, it's a uh, this morning was helping me to be unhurried to uh, follow your good example, Christy, and uh, lay in bed even after I've woken. And uh, the easy thing for me to do in the morning is to shoot out of bed and get to work. <laughs> it's like yeah. I, I immediately start thinking about the, the stuff I get to do today. And usually it's, it's stuff I'm excited about. Sometimes it's things I feel some pressure about. But uh, if I let myself, there's a surge of adrenaline that, that comes in there. And and I'm off and going. And not that that's a, a horrible way to start your day, but the, uh, the better way is to, uh, to begin in prayer and to uh, open up the Word of God. And fortunately, I've memorized some scriptures so I can meditate on scripture in bed and just begin to pray over my day and, and pray for our family and so forth. I think uh, we always all have temptations to be in a hurry, but especially this time of year. Mm-hmm. You know, December, Christmas is, is coming, it's two weeks away. And all of the temptations of, of the extra things we're trying to cram into our lives in this month. We're trying to bake, you know, for people, and we're trying to have parties and go to parties, and we're trying to send Christmas cards to everybody that we care about, and we're 
trying to buy just the right gifts for people to express our love to them. And we're trying to add all these things into our normal life. You and I are with, you know, we're keeping our normal rhythms of work and our Mm -hmm. normal rhythms of relating and prayer and disciplines. And so as you try to crowd more in, it's a temptation to try to hurry, you know, to try to get it all done. And that can really get us to miss what's most important. Yeah, we just drive faster from place to place and cram more stuff in our our schedules and run from here to there if we're not careful. And other people around us are in a hurry. Mm -hmm. And so that sometimes we can sense that and and feel that heighten our stress as people are cutting us off on the freeway or in, in lines or we just sense their anxiety or comments about that. You know, it affects us. Yeah, there's something about that. We absorb each other's stress. You yeah. know, something that we teach in soul shepherding is that it's more true that our, our bodies are in our soul than to say that our soul is in our body. We usually think of the soul as this little, little part of us is hidden away somewhere in our body, but the soul fills our body and it, it emanates out from our body, it fl- flows mm-hmm. like a river. Yes. And so when we're mixing together with other people, even if it's uh, just in a room uh, at a party or in our place of work or on the road, we're affected by each other's behavior and attitudes. Very much. So we're absorbing a lot of stress and hurry this time of year, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. But we've uh, intentionally tried to block some spaces out. I'm looking forward to next weekend. We're going to just get away and just get away from our house and just have a couple of days together to relax and to Enjoy the beauty of the ocean and be with the Lord. And to keep Sabbath still, you know, yesterday was good. Have that day of rest and and not to work. And even though there was some temptation for us too, we were like, no, because we work out of our home most of the time. You're in our home right now. You're in our home office here. And so there's that temptation, you know, to get work done, get a jump started on the week with all that's in it and say, no, it's good, you know, to just rest and enjoy the Lord. I used to hurry through Christmas, and I used to sometimes feel like I kind of missed mm. it all, like it was just all a big blur. Yeah, we've got to take some things off of our plates in order to be present here and now and enjoy the moment, because you know Advent means coming, and it's all about the, the Lord coming to us afresh and anew by the Holy Spirit. And to appreciate that, we need to be slowed down. We need to be in the moment. So as we look at your chapter here in Ezekiel, we're going through these chapters, these Bible studies, I'm always enjoying these. Uh, What are some of the things that you have been finding helpful for you this Advent? Well, you know, Advent's a a season of appreciating anew the birth of Christ and for him to be, if possible, more born, more alive, more flowing in love and joy and peace in me and through me. And so yeah, slowing down. I think one thing that helps me, uh, you know, I mentioned uh, morning prayer, and this morning I went for a run with Jesus, and I, I brought uh, with me um, Romans eight here uh, from the message of a few paragraphs here in, in Romans eight, and that's my one of my patterns, one of my disciplines is that I memorize scripture and take that with me on a walk or on a run, and then I'll rememorizing this and meditating on, it and then using it to pray for you and for the kids and for things that are going on in our soul shepherding ministry and pastors and leaders that we're caring for. That's good. The Advent meditation that we do every year has been continuing to help me. You know, I can get caught up in the temptation to think that being in a hurry and getting things done fast is good. In fact, I remember at our, our first TLC, we had uh, a friend there that went through our first cohort of TLC, and he was so good at being in a hurry that, that his friends had nicknamed him. He had a nickname, Hustle Harvey. Yeah. And 
it was such a part of his personality, yeah. that sense of being in a hurry and getting things done fast and be, you know, hustling and being quick and speedy. And we can even actually get that into our identity. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such a good thing. Yeah. And sometimes it feels empowering to have all that adrenaline surging you know, in our bodies and we, we feel empowered until we get that, the hit and, and the you know, let down from it. But it's been helpful for me, this meditation of journeying with the camel from the Christmas story through the desert and the long journey. And, you know, they couldn't do that in a hurry. And they had to do that at the pace of the star leading them and the Lord leading them and the camels and the animals and, you know, their physical needs. And thinking about that Jesus in his life, you know, we don't see him hurrying. Yeah, about the camel. So in your spiritual formation group, you were meditating on some scripture and uh, the Lord brought back to you the this picture of the camel mm-hmm. and the wise men and, and the star and so forth and crossing over the desert and it really impressed me how, I don't remember exactly how it was, that, but the Lord showed you that even when the wind blows across the sand and you lose track of his footprints leading you, mm-hmm. that he, he's still with you. Yeah, because I was feeling anxious and in a hurry to have some answers to some areas where I'm wanting to know, Lord, okay, I'm, I'm following you and you're leading us, but I can't see where we're going. And I'm, I'm in a hurry to get those answers. You yeah. know, show me, what do you want me to do about this and that and this? What are you doing in this? I can't, and I can't see it. And I felt like I, in my journaling, as I was listening to the Lord in that time of meditation that the Lord was saying to me, you know, Christy, just because you can't see my footprints mm. or the clouds have blown over and blocked that star that you know mm. you can't see where I'm leading you, just stay with me and trust me because I am with you and I am leading you, even though you're in a hurry to see where the star's leading or where my footprints are leading. And so it's been helpful for me to remember that. Yeah, I've been really encouraged by you, you sharing that, honey. I'm very thankful for that and for how the Lord met you in that. It reminds me of what the Lord's been saying to me the last couple of days as I pulled out Romans 8 again and been meditating on that. And the uh, I just love the way... Eugene Peterson puts in the message, but the, the what's next Papa prayer mm. and learning to live an adventurously expectant life uh, because of the resurrection of Christ, you know, and that there is hope and uh, there is the promise of God's presence and his wisdom and his guidance. And so it, it really transforms our, our circumstances, you know, whatever we're going through. Yeah. Um, we have a challenging situation in our church right now with uh, some conflict that's happened there with amongst church leaders. And praying for our pastor and his wife, and, and recently they just uh, resigned, and uh, that was made public. And uh, so, you know, we go through difficult things uh, in life. Um, thinking of the pastor from uh, Texas who um, is burned out and uh, found our uh, sabbatical guide for pastors and leaders on soulshepherding.org, and uh, he drove all the way up to meet with me, and uh, he's taking sabbatical right here in, in Advent season, Christmas time, it's so busy, and he's going against the trend. Uh, he got support from his board because he, he needs a break. He needs yeah. to rest. He needs to follow the counsel of Hebrews 4 to make every effort to enter mm-hmm. God's rest. It is an effort. And so he's doing some soul work and some reflection and trying to tune into the Lord's presence. And that's what we want to do at Advent. We can't all take a sabbatical during Advent, but, but we get Sabbath days like you mentioned, and we can uh, to get little moments in the day where we rest and tune into God's presence. I think you want to give our, our listeners and those joining us on Facebook a little meditation opportunity to do that now. Yeah. Me too. This is I'm going to do this with, us, with you. This is from our book, uh, Your Best Life in Jesus' Easy Yoke, based on Jesus' teaching in Matthew 11. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And so... 
for those of you who are tuned into the podcast, we're going to turn some background music here on for you and just make this into a, a meditation. And we're on page 117 in the chapter that's called Hurry Up to Be Still. And that's an oxymoron, right? It is. <laughs> you were mentioning a few minutes ago about how you know Jesus wasn't in a hurry. And I really encourage you to just look, just look in the Gospels and just see if you can find a place where Jesus is in a hurry. And you're just not going to find it. Uh, you know, when, when Paul comes along later in 1 Corinthians 13 and teaches us about love, he says, uh, essentially, love is unhurried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he says it's patient. But that's what patience is, is being, un- being unhurried, you see. And so th- that's the, the, the uh, starting point, really, of our uh, capacity to appreciate yeah. God's love for us, to love him as our, our Lord and Savior, and to love each other. It uh, comes from slowing down and being present here and now. So Jesus lived this way, and he's constantly interrupted. And you know, we talk about this uh, in the Easy Yoke book. And uh, there is one time when Jesus does seem to be in a hurry. And uh, Mark brings that out in his gospel, that Jesus turns on his heel, and he starts heading resolutely to Jerusalem to go to the cross and yeah. die for our sins and then to be risen from the dead. So we, we praise Jesus for that. He's the father in the parable of the prodigal son that's running out to us. See, there is that part of love that God does hurry to embrace us, and that's what Jesus is doing at the cross. But other than that, throughout the the Gospels, we just see Jesus relaxed, even in stress, and that's the message of the easy yoke. So, and that that's been yeah. so helpful to me because when I am in a hurry, I don't love well. I just don't. Sometimes I'll snap at you if I'm in a hurry. I'll get kind of bossy. That doesn't happen very often. <laughs> uh, you know, with the kids, I can remember if I was in a hurry, I, wa- I wasn't patient. I wasn't loving with them. I was trying to hurry them to get them to do something, and I wasn't able to really will good for them or really mm-hmm. be present with them in the way that my heart wanted to. And so learning this, to follow Jesus' example and to set boundaries, to do less, but to do what I do, with love and with him and present to him and those placed around me learning to love my neighbors, I love myself, all that involved learning from him how to eliminate hurry. Yeah. Well, for me, I commonly look at grumpy when, when I'm hurrying, I start straining and, and trying too hard and need to get back on center, back on point that no, the risen Christ is here in my midst. And uh, yeah. come on, Bill, step back into that easy yoke and uh, appreciate that you helped me do that. Well, we help each other watching each other because we see the difference in each other and we experience the difference mm-hmm. with each other when one of us is in a hurry and it doesn't feel good. And then we experience the reward of learning from Jesus and the way he's grown us in this area so that it's pretty rare now that we're in that sense of hurry and it's such a better way. Of course, the key is how we help each other, right? So if you're talking to your husband, your child, your friend, and you, you want to help them, you notice that they're being hurried, they're being uh, overstraining, or they're, they're getting grumpy, or, or they're snappy. I mean, how do you talk to them about that? Yeah. See, that's, that's a really key thing, because uh, you know, the Scripture teaches us to speak the truth in love. love. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, that gentle, yeah. gracious part, and you know, yeah. earning the right to be heard which is we've emphasized a number of times in previous Soul Talks episodes, it's really a lot about empathy. It's about how we listen and how we care. Because yeah. if we're not very gracious and gentle in the feedback we give people, it just closes down their spirits. It does, yeah. And I think us, as we would talk about what we were learning in our own lives, like I'm recognizing when I'm in a hurry, 
I feel this, this, and this, and I see it affects you or the kids this way, and I'm sad about that. Right, and doing that without an agenda. So mm-hmm. you'll share with me about your life, but it's not like while you're doing that, you're thinking, Bill needs to hear this. He needs right. to learn this from no, me. No, no. <laughs> you're just sharing your yeah. life with me, mm-hmm. and then I, I learn from you. Yeah, or when you're sharing about how you're learning and discovering that Jesus was unhurried, and you're sharing that with me, and you're thinking, you know, I want to grow in this from him, and then I'm watching you do that, then I'm learning from that. I'm learning from you living your life in front of me, with me, but you're also telling me what you're doing. Yeah, this is what you're talking about, honey. This is a major purpose of why we started doing these Soul Talks podcasts is because we, over the years, the Lord has helped us and mentors have helped us, friends, to to develop a spiritual friendship, mm-hmm. even in the context of our marriage. And we also have other friends, uh, men and women that we connect with who are soul friends to us. And so we've learned this way of doing life with Jesus Together. Together, yeah. And so we want to invite you into that. That's what we do in our Soul Talks podcast is we pick a, a soul shepherding topic to, to talk about, but it's, it's, we, we're, it's really a, a conversation from our lives and people that are connecting with us, and then we invite you into that, and we're hoping that, that you sort of catch some of the, the rhythms and, and the spirit of this way of intimate spiritual conversation empathy and yeah. affirmation and listening and tuning into God's presence and so forth, because then you can start to apply that in your relationships. Yeah. So we were going to do a meditation yeah. and Sorry, we got we carried got, away. Got so, <laughs> uh, this is on page 117 in Your Best Life in Jesus' Easy Yoke. And these are some phrases that have been paraphrased from the Gospels of Jesus' teaching. Because uh, you might think, well, where does Jesus teach on being unhurried? That might, might not be so clear to you. Uh, so here's a bunch of examples of this. So let's just uh, open our hearts to the Lord and to his word, his message to us, uh, which is he's inviting us to be unhurried in God's presence. And yes, thank you, Lord. Uh, even now, uh, help us, Lord. Holy Spirit, draw us in to a place that's slower and calmer to respond to the teachings of our Lord Jesus. Slow down and listen. Whoever has ears to hear, listen. We just pause to take that in. Calm down your thoughts. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to their life? Walk with me in the light. Don't run in the dark so you don't stumble. Peace, be still. Oh, yes, Jesus' words in the storm. You might be in a storm now, a trial, a difficulty. See Jesus stand up in that boat in the storm, lifting up your hand, Lord. Peace.
come away with me to a quiet place and rest. Thank you, Lord, for your invitation. Stop your busy work to sit at my feet and listen to my words. Maybe just picture yourself with Mary at the feet of Jesus. Setting aside the kitchen work. Watch and pray. Be constantly alert. Keep praying. Wait for my Father's gift of the Holy Spirit. Wait. Oh, what a great word for Advent. Wait. Wait on the coming of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You have come, but you manifest yourself again and again in fresh ways, even still. And finally, Jesus says, take time to love your neighbor. Thank you, Lord God, for your word to us through Jesus. Praise you, God, and our God, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus, that you've shown us that God is our Father. And you show us and teach us to be still, to slow down, appreciate God's presence. Help us, Lord, to do that. This Advent, Lord, help us to appreciate your goodness and grace, the coming of Christ. Thank you for this holy season. Help us not to miss it. Help us not to be so hurried and so rushed and so scattered, so stressed running about. Thank you, Jesus, you come to us with a smile, with your arms open, offering us an easy yoke. Thank you, Lord. That's our best life, is to live in your easy yoke, walking in cadence with you. We can do it even now, this Advent season. Praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And honey, before we close, which one of those phrases best blessed you? I think the peace be still. Yeah. I'm just thinking about all the storms right now. I was talking about in my Advent meditation from our, our resource on our, in our store, just feeling like that camel in the desert with the sand blowing mm -hmm. and just longing for Jesus to still that storm. You know, we're in California, the fires are raging. Yeah. And, you know, our son and daughter live in Santa Barbara and are here, you know, and the school they went to is evacuated. So, you know, there's, there's storms, there's other storms too, but just... To realize Jesus' presence and power is real and available mm -hmm. now and looking to him in that. And I want to encourage you, Christy, because you have really stepped forward in these Soul Talks podcasts for, uh, well, really since the beginning, but in, even in a bigger way in recent months with more vulnerability and sharing some uh, places of, of hurt inside and some places of fear and insecurity and uh, self-doubt and so forth. And a lot of our listeners are coming to express their thanks in emails and comments on our Facebook page and comments on our soulshepherding.org website. And 
So uh, one of our friends in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, Vicki Paxton, she wrote and said, um, I'm grateful for your vulnerable sharing and processing on the podcasts. This takes courage. The goodness, wisdom, and playfulness of God shines through. Praise the Lord. <laughs> That's great. And we're thankful for Vicki. Uh, she and her husband, David, went through our Soul Shepherding Training Certificate Program, an 18-month training in spiritual formation and soul care. And Vicki's going to do our new spiritual direction ministry training online. And so thanks for tuning in, yeah. Vicki and, and David, and for your encouragement. And for all of you mm. who are, are on Facebook Live here in our Soul Shepherding page, or maybe you've connected with us through our Soul Shepherding Instagram page, uh, and uh, welcome to all of you and our podcast listeners. Uh, easy on your podcast app to tune in to Soul Talks with Bill and Christy Galtier. So good to have you doing life with us, following Jesus together. He is the Soul Shepherd, and we're blessed to follow him with you. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs> podcast is sponsored by people like you who donate to the nonprofit ministry of soul shepherding. Your donations subsidize counseling and mentoring for pastors, missionaries, and other men and women in ministry. It's easy to make a tax-deductible donation on soulshepherding.org or by mailing a check. Also on our website, you can purchase one of our resources, including our Easy Yoke book and our Advent devotional and prayer cards. These make great Christmas gifts. Thank you for supporting the Ministry of Soul Shepherding.